0: Hello, welcome to Coracle's podcast playstream. Playstream podcast? Maybe it's that way around. I don't know. So those of you who came along to see Down to Zero over the last few weeks will have seen some of the response artists' work which we commissioned to go alongside that play. Um, here's another one. It's a play called Unzipped, written by Anne-Marie Draycott and Charity Trim. It's, um, well, do you know what? I'm not gonna tell you anything about it just have a listen. It's coming up after this shameless plug. So we've also been running a writing workshop alongside our production in which nine writers have written very short plays and they're going to be presented on Friday at Alphabetti Theatre. They're going to be read by Steve Byron, Christina Dawson and Arabella Arnott. Classics. And the writers are Claire Perry, Mickey Cochran, Brogan Gilbert, Mary Ledgerwood, Nicola Owen, Stuart Scott, Gillian Swan, Alex Tarney and Hannah Wilkin. Um, Come along, the whole evening's about 60 minutes long, it starts at 9 o'clock, it's pay what you feel. Nine new short plays, three brilliant actors, a wonderful theatre, it's got a bar, come along, it's pay what you feel. But anyway, back to this podcast. Here we have Unzipped by Dracot and Trim.
1: Hiya, ladies. Hey, Brenda, make sure you give yourself enough room this week. You nearly did me a mischief last time with your Samba lunch. Sorry, Karen. Hiya, Janice. Hey, we missed you last week. We on holiday? Skegness. No. Your tan's majestic. Hiya, Zoe. Oh, you do like them little shorts, don't you? Hey, Zoe, I brought along my daughter, Izzy. I know, we look like sisters, everyone says. Mum. She's been dumped. Nightmare, she's a mess. Mum! Her husband cheated on her. They were only married six weeks ago. I haven't even downloaded the wedding photos off my phone yet. I'm going home. No, you're not. Just because you've been marooned on Heartbreak Island, you can't sit around moping. Oh, fat chance of that. I'd love to stay in and slob
2: on the sofa with Dad, but instead you keep dragging me out. Monday, yoga lattes. Tuesday,
1: plumbing. Wednesday, conversational Chinese. Stop moaning. At least now you can flex your pelvic floor whilst unblocking a U-bend and ask for a hot flannel in Cantonese. And if your dad ever bothered to take me out for a Chinese, I could order Lem Fun Si bao, Bon Jeet But Ging Ap Yee, yi Chi Tong, with a side order of yau Si Lemin. Anyway, you enjoyed gin tasting last night. We had to spit it out, what's the point?
2: You know, I'd just like a night in so I can lie in bed and cry about the fact that I'm 23, getting divorced,
1: I've lost my job and my home. You'll be fine, you're young. You'll meet someone else. If you were my age, you'd have something to cry about. I still can't believe Ben cheated on you. I mean, he wears a vest. He doesn't wear a vest. He does? He doesn't. I've never known him wear a vest. Well, you didn't know he was tucking himself inside another woman, did you? He doesn't wear a vest.
2: Oh, my God, Mum! What are you wearing? Oh, put your fleece back on. What?
1: It's my Zumba unitard. <laughs> it's too tight. Mum, I, I can see everything. So what, I'm strapped in. Well, at least I've made an effort. Not turned up in my tattiest jumper and washed-out baggy bottoms like you. Oh, God, now what are you doing? My pre-sumber stretches. Stop it.
2: It's pornographic. Stop thrusting and squatting. It, it's just... Oh, wrong.
1: Why? You're too old. Get away with you. Fair enough. I'm off. No. Look, just stay for one routine. The music's ever so catchy, and I'm absolutely hopeless at it. You'll be in hysterics. It'll cheer you up. Good evening, ladies.
2: Come on, everybody, find a
1: space. Oh, Here we go. Come on. Woo. Just watch the teacher. <sighs> or me. Uh, oh, my Come on love, look, if Brenda can do it with a wet feet and an unstable surface, you'll be fine. That's it. Come on, give it some welly. Stop, Mum, you nearly smacked me in the head. Come on everybody. Isn't Nadia enthusiastic? Who's Nadia? Her up front. Nadia, the teacher. She's from Gdansk. Isn't she bouncing? Water, water, I need water. Hey! I'm waiting on me fellow with these moves. Oh, I
2: think I'm gonna pass out. <laughs>
1: Hiya, everyone! Hi Karen. I know Janice. Look at the state of me. I fell off a trapeze at circus skills class. What's the point of coming, Mum? You're on crutches. It's just a sprain. I'm fine. I'm fine. You won't be able to do anything. I mean, I'm in agony, Janice, but I told my husband I've missed archery and disco wrestling this week. I am not missing Zumba. Hey, Zoe, did I introduce you to my daughter last week? She's still dumped, but rallying. It's still a messy business, isn't it, Izzy? Messy
2: and private, Mum.
1: But I keep telling her, Zoe, look at the positives. Yes, Ben cheated on her, but at least it was only six weeks into the marriage before they had kids, a dog and a credit card full of Ikea furniture. Mum, do you want me to stay? Well, don't worry, love. Zoe won't broadcast your business.
2: Seriously, Mum? Why are we here? I don't understand you. Why won't you have a night in with me
1: dad? Rest your monkey ankle. It's for his benefit. All these classes keep me intellectually interesting and supple. Says the woman on crutches. Look, I don't want me and your dad to... stagnate. Maybe that was the problem with you and Ben. You stopped trying and became... well... boring.
2: Don't ever volunteer for the Samaritans, will you? Actually, Ben rang me earlier. Did he now? He thinks... maybe... we should... give it another go... Oh, does it? Well, it it was just a fling, a one-off, just freaking out about being married. The finality of it. Wondering
1: whether you were the right person. Shame he didn't think about all that before he married you in front of 250 close family and friends. You'll never be able to trust him again. Remember Auntie Sheila's cat? Ben is nothing like Auntie Sheila's cat. Remember, it kept pissing behind the telly. Sheila hired a cat psychologist at great expense. She said, your cat's worked through its insecurities. There'll be no more delinquent urination. Three weeks later, the telly blew up. The engineer said the element had worn out. Is he? Once a tomcat's pissed in the corner, they'll always piss in the corner. Evening, Everybody! Are we ready to zamba? Don't worry about me, Nadia. I'll just sit on a chair and just do my top half. It'll be like the Paralympics.
2: No, Mum. Just, no.
1: Izzy, which way are you going? You're not up to my
2: booty. What? I'm enjoying the rhythm. What's up with you? I thought you said your foot was fine this week. It is. Come on, then. Give it some oof. Oh, What's the matter? Nothing. I'm sorry,
1: I couldn't make it to ukulele class this afternoon. Did you still go? No. Your father's mistress came round and told me she was pregnant. What did you say? I said, your father's mistress came round and told me she was pregnant. Close your mouth, Brenda. You look like you're about to swallow your face. Mum?
2: here? We're just going to step outside for a quick break.
1: Mum? She turned up on the doorstep as I was tuning my uke. She's nearly five months gone. All eyelashes and confidence. Bronzed and blatant. She met your dad at the International Concrete Conference at the Holiday Inn in Jesmond two years ago. So they've been at it for two years?
2: anyone would want to have sex with me dad? Me neither. It must be a midlife crisis. Or early dementia.
1: Didn't you suspect anything? I found a bill for a secret credit card. He bought jewelry, paid for hotels, restaurants, champagne, flowers. He'd even spent 15 quid at posing Oh, Stop! When was this? Six months ago.
2: Six months ago. What did my dad say when he confronted him?
1: I didn't. What? Why not? We were knee deep in your wedding prep. You wouldn't have wanted divorced, addled parents on your top table, arguing about who gets custody of the hedge trimmer. Mom, I was in shock. I mean, he'd been distant for a while. He didn't look at me anymore. If anything, he looked through me. And you'd moved in with Ben. Your brothers were away at uni. For so long I'd been a mum and a wife, but suddenly I wasn't anything to anybody. Nobody wanted me anymore. I didn't confront him in case he chose her over me. I looked her up online. She speaks five languages apparently. She's climbed Kilimanjaro and she's got a PhD in the repair and strengthening of corroded reinforced concrete columns using organic corrosion inhibitors and textile reinforced mortar. I thought we might be all right again eventually. But now he's got a pregnant... Is that why you started doing all these courses? To compete with Dad's bit on the side? Well, I guess I thought I could win him back by being more interesting. But when he still didn't take any notice of me, I wasn't prepared to sit at home every night whilst he was dipping his nib in someone else's ink. But you being out
2: every night has made it easier for him to carry on with her. If you'd confronted him six months ago, he might have come to his senses and left this woman then she wouldn't be pregnant now.
1: Are you defending your dad? After everything you've been through with Ben? That's completely different. Yes it is. Me and your dad have been together 25 years. You were only with Ben for five minutes. And you found it easy enough to move on. It's obvious you've seen some new fella already. You've not been home the past two nights sneaking in at 6am all shag happy. Easy.
2: Nothing about this has been easy. And it is all your fault. You pushed me into marrying Ben. I did no such thing. When he
1: proposed, you practically said yes for me. Within minutes you designed me wedding dress and booked a castle. You asked me to book Ollerton Hall, so I did. And you said you couldn't find a dress you liked, so maybe yes, I did become a little obsessed with Pinterest. But as for Ben proposing, I said it was too soon, but you wouldn't listen, and I was right. You think you know everything, but you don't. I know that a couple of weeks ago you were a moping mess in your baggy tracksuit and thanks to me you've transformed. Look at you tonight, up at the front, teacher's pet. Shimmy shimmying, cocoa popping in your skin tight fluorolycra. And this is the thanks I get. Well, if you think I've got it so wrong, you can go and live with your dad. What? I've chucked him out. Told him to go and shack up with his pregnant floozy. Go and join him. Play happy families with your new stepmum. You could babysit your new brother or sister while they discuss Concrete Mix. Sorry Nadia. Apologies ladies. Right, where were we? I feel the need to zumba.
2: Mum? Mum? Serious? You're not going to open the window? Hey, Izzy, is your mum alright?
1: Hello, Brenda. Oh, that's a brave hair colour.
2: Thanks, Karen. Are you coming into class?
1: I've not decided yet. Hey, Brenda, you'll never believe it. I had another unexpected visitor today. My son-in-law, lovely lad, came to drop off Izzy's stuff. You know, from the marital home. You've seen Ben? We had a really good catch-up, Brenda. Told me a few home truths. You see, things aren't always as other people would have you believe. Mum, can I have a word? Is that word sorry? It might be. It very much needs to be. Excuse us, Brenda. Izzy, get in. How could you? You know better than your father. You told me it was Ben who cheated on you. No, I didn't, Mum. I
2: said someone else was involved and you just assumed that that someone was Ben someone. But you didn't bloody well put me right, did you? I didn't know how to say it. And the longer it went on, the more difficult it became to tell you.
1: Well, at least I know now why you sided with your dad. Must be genetic. Cheatingarseholes.com. I'm sorry. What are you sorry for? Cheating on Ben? Lying to me? Or making me feel it was all my fault that your dad had got some other woman pregnant? So who was this fella then? The one you had an affair with.
2: Didn't Ben tell you? No. It was my boss. Well, my ex-boss. I thought your boss was a woman. She is. Oh. But you're not. I am, Mum. I'm gay. Are you shocked? I am. Is that all right? Yeah.
1: Totally. It, It was a shock to me too. But you've never given any clue or indication that you might be... You know, I mean, if you're gay, why did you marry Ben?
2: I grew up dreaming of a big white wedding. 2.4 kids and a happily ever after, like you and Dad. But once all the wedding fuss calmed down and I was married for real, I, I realised I'd just fixated on that to cover up who I really was. Pretty much straight away, I knew I'd made a mistake. I mean, I can't remember the exact moment I thought I might be gay.
1: Presumably it was when you were doing the bedroom boogie with your boss. No,
2: Mum. Not even then. I mean, clearly, I knew it meant something wasn't right between me and Ben. And when he found out what I'd done and he threw me out, I was glad. I wanted time to get my head straight. Part of me wanted to believe it was just a fling and that I could get past it and be part of this perfect couple because that would be easier than dealing with what the hell I'm doing with my life. Even Ben wanted to believe it. He wanted us to try again and I nearly went back. But I can't keep living a lie.
1: Oh, love. Maybe you're not fully lesbian. You might just be a bit, you know, half and half. Like to lick both sides of the stamp as they say. No they don't. No one says that. Oh,
2: God, I can't talk to you. You can. You are. Look, I think we could both do with a bit of a break. I'm going to stay with a friend for a few nights. Oh,
1: yes, I know what that means. Oh, Mum. No, you go. This is what happens to women my age. I'm a dry husk. You've chewed me up and spat me out, just like your father. He'd abandoned me. You threw him your out. Your brothers never call. They text you all the your time. Your Auntie Sheila only ever WhatsApps me when she wants to live to Asda, and now you.
2: It's only for a few days. It's just been a bit intense, hasn't it?
1: a bloody circus. That's what it's been. Mum, what are you doing? I can't be arsed with any of you. Get out! Mum! Out! You enjoy your samba swivels. I'm going to put my feet up, drink wine and eat sweet and sour cashews in front of Corey. I'm done.
2: Hiya, Janice. Good to see you back off your house. Hi Izzy, where's your mum this week? Um, I'm not sure.
1: You alright love?
2: Yeah, I'm good thanks. You know, moving on.
1: Hi I Hi Karen. Karen. Hello. I've been trying to call you. Have you? I've lost my phone. It's in the house. Somewhere. You should have rung it from the landline. I've unplugged the landline. Why? Because you kept ringing me. Your dad's been ringing me. The boys have been ringing me. Even Auntie Sheila managed to uncoil her arthritic finger to get a slice of the gossip. I just wanted some bloody peace with me Netflix. Why was Dad ringing? Probably wants back in, doesn't he? I bet his baby mum has sent him packing. Yeah, she has. He's staying at the Holiday Inn in Jesmond. Serves him right. Hope he chokes on a breakfast waffle. I've missed you, mum. I've missed you too, love. But not as much as I thought I would. No offence. I've actually really enjoyed having the place to myself. I've done sod all. I've watched box sets in my pyjamas. I've ordered takeaway every night Italian, Thai, Indian, Chinese, kebab. And I've not opened the curtains or damp dusted a cobwebby crevice all week. It's been bloody brilliant. But this morning, I could feel my muscle tone withering, and the thought of another meal out of a styrofoam tray made me pant. Probably all the MSG. So I thought, right, better ship shape up and get me Zumba back on. You know, these last six months I've been running myself ragged, trying to keep myself fit and interesting and bilingual for your dad. And I started to wonder, why did I bother? Then I realised, I am fit and I am interesting and I can ask for pickle gherkins in three languages. I shall be bloody proud of myself. I'm proud of you. You can locate and fix a ball, cock.
2: Dad can't even change a loo roll. I know. I'm amazing. Look, it's not your fault Dad had an affair and got someone pregnant. I know. I was just lashing out last week. I could see you were devastated, and that's what I've done to Ben.
1: I'm sorry. It's all right. You've had a lot on your plate as well. I mean, there's practically no room left on your plate. What with your husband, your boss, and now this new... Whoever it is, dare I ask? It's Nadia. Nadia who? You know, Nadia. Sumber goddess, Nadia. Oh! It all makes sense now, teacher's pet. No wonder you've got all the moves. The extra tuition. I really like her. She's good for me.
2: Like you said. She's very enthusiastic. Too much information. I mean, she's really positive and encouraging. She's the right person for me right now.
1: Right? Well, good. Good for you. Good. Yeah, good. I know you think I don't understand you, but I'm proud of you, for being true to yourself. Of course, it's a shame we had to fork out 30 grand on a wedding to a man so that you could realise you prefer women, but so be it. Sorry, Mum. It's alright. Oh, are you, Janice? Hey, Izzy's doing so much better, aren't you, Izzy? She's been having some one to one tuition with Nadia. Mum! Okay, ladies, give me your
2: best Zomba Queen moves. It's time to grind.
1: Come on. Right. <laughs> Take your fleece off then. Oh, I don't know. I feel a bit flabby after a week on the takeaway. Don't be
2: daft. You look great. Release the fleece. Go on then. Are you sure you're going to be all right, Mum? You know,
1: on your own? Of course I am. I'm self sufficient now. I've got a spanner, a mouthful of Chinese, and thighs as strong as steel. I'm good to go. Are we ready to
0: Woo! Unzipped was written by Anne-Marie Draycott and Charity Trim. It was performed by Zoe Lambert and Alice Blundell, with extra voices by Arabella Arnott and Skylar Pierce. And it was directed by me, Matt Jamie. And don't forget, come along on Friday, pay what you feel, 9pm, come along, here's some other new plays being read.